3: All right, let's start this one right out the gate. Did you cry? I did not cry. Okay, because I did. But uh, right. I
4: did. I didn't cry. My text message motherfucker to you is for another reason about this episode. Um, I have my qualms. We can we can totally get into it for sure. I, I didn't hate it. I don't want. No, that's not what I'm saying. When I have my issues, it is the we are rapidly approaching the end of the school year And uh, my mental health is running low, my friends. Mm
1: -hmm. And
4: I'm also, like, you know, paying attention to what's going on in the world. And we're, like, really close to reversing some Supreme Court decisions. Um, We are um, more preoccupied with a celebrity uh, court case than we are like with what is affecting us as a society and watching this episode um, wow you could really imagine that this shit would happen in real life
3: yeah uh, I mean there is literally a line of dialogue that I I wrote down uh, where I said the mayor's got some major Donald Trump energy yeah he does dude uh, the
4: fluke election yeah, are you fucking, when he kidding, said me? My are you fucking kidding me are you fucking kidding me i was like dude there's no way like did matt do this on purpose he knows that i'm like all fucked up right now and now he's gonna make me watch some shit that i could have seen on the fucking news so like this was very i would not have been shocked if you would have told me if doug wasn't a thing and you were like this thing just came out you need to watch this i would not be shocked if this was brand new
3: yeah, brand no, fucking I, so, new. So, I mean, wizard behind the curtain, I actually picked something different. You did. You did. <laughs> but, but we yes. had to we had to make a slight adjustment, maybe not something that was going to take 90 minutes to an hour and 45 yes, that, minutes. That
4: one is definitely yeah. that's
3: that one's on me, which we'll get
4: to. We'll definitely we'll get to get get it. To I'm, just, I'm just, just I'm saying, really looking forward to talking about that. This but this is something have a, the capacity to to watch that right now.
3: Yeah. This was something that I'd put on my list probably maybe like fall of last year, I decided to do a rewatch of Doug and I was yeah. like, Oh shit. I forgot that they had a Christmas episode. Yeah. So like anytime that I see any Christmas episode of any show, whether I think it's great, mediocre or really bad, I still write it down just yeah. so we have a list. Um But I was like, I remember the Doug one actually like kind of hitting me at, at a yeah. certain point. Didn't really, at the time that I was like, yeah, we should do Doug. I forgot how heavily this was like a court case episode. Now here's the flip side. As much as I agree with you that this, I feel like more than anything, this is clearly a little bit of like, doug doing a mixture of like miracle and 34th street mixed with like it's a wonderful life type vibe like oh yeah and i do think that it's sweet i think that it's a sweet story if watched literally any other week than yeah yeah and
4: what's so funny is like i feel like if i would have if we started this podcast in 2015 Okay, We started this podcast in 2015 and this was one of the things that we watched. I think this what we're about to talk about would be an entirely different episode than us talking today. Like I would not. So the South Park guys at one point said we're done parodying like real life politics right now because real life is funnier than anything we could come up with. And the entire time watching this yes it's it's very like this is ridiculous this is doug's take on those things but i could 100 see this this happening like yeah. something like this happening and the gaslighting happening and like the fucking like when when bb's like well it didn't really hurt no further questions no further yeah. questions like, <laughs> yeah. like that's exactly that's that's today that's
3: life yeah. Well, That's my like, right an, now. You, you brought up my girl, Bibi because I, I need to point out one thing about her. How yeah. the fuck does she not see that that ice is about?
4: <laughs> <laughs> so how does none of
3: them? None of them How do none of them? Because even when giant they go back. Hole in- <laughs> <laughs> and even then, when she's walking towards it, not a single yeah. person's like, man, there's a giant hole with a floating sign and a lot of cracks over there. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe the ice is thin. It's just, um, that, I, that's I my big know, suspension man. of disbelief this whole episode.
4: <laughs> oh yeah. Not the dog helping build a mansion or, uh, helping the judge. I think, I think the judge was the re- one grow his hair back. No, something. no, no. That was the mayor.
3: Okay. The, the judge was, he re <laughs> chop retaught his daughter. How to walk. <laughs> well, no, my favorite one is, you know, he's like, you know, so-and-so like he helped you with this and like. When your house burnt down, who is the first person to show up with like tools and some cookies for you? And then you just yeah. hear a voice go, "He gave me twenty dollars." Yeah, <laughs> like, I so, love that he's like a super dog, like pork chop. Oh yeah, pork chop rules. Pork chop is like right up there with Snoopy for like dream dog. Like if you could have any animated dog be an actual pet in oh, your Porkchop. life, pork chop's pretty high
4: up. Hell there, yeah, think. dude. So what is your I know you just said you rewatched Doug um recently. You said last year.
3: Yeah. So what is your history with Doug? So similar to the Ren and Stimpy episode I grew up okay. watching all of this stuff yeah. as a kid. I didn't have Nickelodeon, but all of these shows represent to me when I think of these shows I think of being a kid, being at my grandmother's house with all of my cousins. And she had Nickelodeon, Yeah. and right around seven o'clock on Saturday, we'd run upstairs, we'd watch Doug, we'd watch Rugrats, and then Snick would kick in, and we would watch Fuck the Snick yeah, lineup. Dude. Snick so, ruled. So, as a kid, I actually didn't like Doug that much. Like, I was just like, "Yeah, okay. this is kind of bland." Yeah. Um, and then on a whim, I started to feel like kind of nostalgic for Doug, and I saw that I could buy the complete series on DVD for like twenty bucks. Okay, so I was like, "Fuck it, I'll buy this," and. Yeah. I watched it, and I was kind of charmed by it, and I couldn't put my finger on it. And yeah. then I watched that documentary, The Orange Years. Yeah. And they talk about Doug in there, and it's it's really funny. If you see the guy who created Doug, he is Doug. Oh, yeah.
4: Yeah. Like,
3: did you yep. watch that doc at yes, all? Yes, I ended up watching it, and, and actually, that's what I'm going to follow up on when
4: you're finished. Yeah, so, like,
3: dude yeah. looks exactly like Doug, yep. like dresses like him, just has that same... Yeah. And he talked about how he wanted to make a show where your hero is just this polite, nice kid who just wants to see the best results for everybody. Yeah. And I was like, I need that type of positivity in my life. Like, we were in the midst of COVID, so I busted out the DVDs again to, like, rewatch it. And he's mostly right. I would say 99% of the Doug episodes, he's firmly in the right position he's oh, yeah. caught in a bad situation and he's trying to fix it and then like I said I was like oh it's a Christmas episode and we we'll write that down for Christmas 365 yeah. uh, but I, I think that this episode it's this episode is only four episodes removed from the final episode which
4: is crazy to me
3: well until like Disney oh, bought yeah, it yeah, yeah, and did yeah, the yeah. Disney thing but so- like But I think that that's why you get in this particular episode, you get Smash Adams, Quail Man, and Race Canyon because I think that this was almost like the the giant send off of all of these characters because it's like two episodes later he graduates and that's the end of the series.
4: Doug to me was very it was very similar to to what you're saying. Um, I found it to be pretty bland. I'm of course younger, so my Nicktoons to me, as much as I loved like that OG like. Feel like a Rocco, Doug and stuff,
3: SpongeBob, yeah, Invader well, Zim well guy. not
4: even, yeah, I, that that more that than even. Yes, I did love SpongeBob, but like Invader Zim, Angry Beavers,
3: like Angry Beavers was fucking oh, great. Yeah. So <laughs> as it
4: as the animation
3: improved, that caught my attention more than like yeah. the old school animation. But retrospectively, I feel like the there's a charm to something like oh, yeah. Doug because it's like oh, this was made with as li- like. They could only scrape together so much money for an episode. So it has almost this charming. Yeah. Like they look like pencil drawings. For sure.
4: But I watched (laughs) I did. I watched Doug a lot as a kid. I watched a lot with my mom. Uh, That opening is is. Oh, the theme slaps, dude. Um, So (laughs) funny enough, though, I didn't realize until I watched that Orange Years documentary. um, And I maybe I did at the time and maybe it just seemed older to me that that age that Doug, like in the beginnings, 11, like yeah. that's insane to me because the way that these, yeah, they're all middle schoolers. They feel act, like high
3: schoolers. Exactly. They
4: feel like high schoolers, especially when we get into the, like the what's Roger and yeah. everybody else like that's like this is 100 percent high school. I know Roger's held back, right? I was going to say, Roger Roger's just, depicted yeah. as
3: being held back a couple times. times. Yeah.
4: yeah, exactly. But but still, it's like I always pictured these kids as high schoolers and I always felt they were drawn that way as well i thought they were too tall to be middle yeah. schoolers in the way they were animated um especially like looking at doug's sister who is like driving and everything else and they're like very similar in heights <laughs> and everything else so i don't know i i just I, that's how i always saw doug i always saw doug i always saw the cartoon as depicting high schoolers until i watched the orange orange years and i was like what doug was like 11 11 when
0: he began yeah.
4: But I am I I watched it on Nick all the time. I really bowed out when it hit Disney. And I didn't realize that it hit Disney in like ninety-six.
3: Yeah, it hit Disney as them as high schoolers. So the Disney yeah. seasons are them in high school. And it just gets weird. I don't hate the Disney seasons, but it's such a dramatically different show. Yeah. Like, like I feel like the the original run of Doug existed in some type of pseudo reality. Yeah. And then you get to like the high school season of Doug and it's like BB's dad bought the school and it shaped like her head and Roger's (laughs) suddenly rich. And like, it's just a little too over the top. But what I do love about this original Doug is when I was a kid, I didn't think it was a particularly funny show.
4: No, I I didn't either. I think it was funny. Now I watch it
3: and I think that there are some really good funny jokes that are just like, like the the two prime examples I wrote down was was one is a visual gag, which is when <laughs> Doug is going to visit Porkchop after he's been arrested. And the pound has a special section for very bad very, dogs. Very bad dogs, and there's a dog like lounging in his bed, smoking <laughs> a cigarette. <Yeah. laughs> like, like, that's really funny. But the best part in this whole episode is when he walks past the TV, and there's the dramatic reenactment of what happened. Oh yeah, and it's like <laughs> it's a, like, it's like a bulldog, and he's yeah, just like, ravaging the, just the swinging actor. her around. And she's yeah. going, ah! <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> it's, and I think it's funny because it's all like. That's a Simpsons joke. Like oh, the yeah. Simpsons have done like that type of joke Definitely. before, but it it just hits. It's such a good it's such a good joke. But i I feel like this episode has a nice blend of some funny moments, but some really heartfelt moments. Like, oh yeah. As much as we were joking about you know the absurdity that Porkchop does all this stuff. Yeah, I love. I will never not love a scene where a character is giving a speech about how important someone is to the community. And then the whole community is like, you know, like it's that my captain, yeah. my captain moment. And yeah. like, you know, Dead poet society is just something it's about so that always funny. gives me like a the, good feeling.
4: The absurd <laughs> things that pork chopped <laughs> help people <laughs> <Yeah>. with. <laughs> he helped but who helped your daughter relearn how to walk well i helped a little little.
3: (laughs) (laughs) and then also that like to as a as a thank you they throw a giant banquet exclusively for the dogs that were in the pound and then he you know, as if that's not like absurd enough. And it, there's just a voiceover of Doug. And he's like, and every single one of them found a home that day. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, that's a little too sugary sweet even for me. <laughs> well, the, he said the the
4: mayor was there or the ex-mayor. He did, he the former mayor <laughs> was there. and he, And he made sure every dog had a home before he <laughs> left that day. And it's just, I don't know, man. That, I can't, there's no way. That that mayor wasn't based off Donald Trump. Oh, every aspect of
3: it. The every
4: hair. single aspect. <laughs> like, it, it's mind blowing. I don't know if they could tell the future. That, it's only a like,
3: Simpsons predicting the future type holy scenario. Holy
4: shit. It was, re- it was fucking with me. That was definitely messing with my brain. But I mean, stepping away from that as best as I possibly can in today's society, I thought it was a great episode. I thought it was very heartfelt. Um, It made me want to go back and watch Doug from the beginning. Uh, I forgot some of these characters, BB in particular, BB and her father. I forgot like those two characters Um, definitely doesn't include a lot of our other mainstays. There's not a lot of Patty. There's not a lot of Skeeter. In this there's episode. almost no, I would
3: say there's almost no Skeeter. Skeeter like,
4: Skeeter's literally in the scene where he go where they go to the pound and helps him yeah. get the uh, helps him with the cupcake. That's it. Yeah, like we don't we do not get a lot of either of those two.
3: Here's here's a trivia question for you. Yeah, do you know what Skeeter's first name is? No. This blew my fucking mind when I was doing the rewatch. Okay. In the first episode, Doug introduces himself. And he says, my name is Mosquito, but you can just call me Skeeter for sure. Shut the fuck up. For real? <laughs> yeah,
4: yeah. I had no idea. Skeeter <laughs> they, Valentine.
3: They never bring it up again. But yes, his full name is Mosquito Valentine. <laughs> Mos- I'm,
4: I'm on the uh, Doug fandom wiki. Just a heads up. There is one out there. Mosquito <laughs> alumni Valentine. Valentine.
3: Mad. what a, what a <laughs> wild name well Doug's middle name is Yancey so there's yeah, also that true. they had they a Yancey lot of fun buddy. naming these characters
4: <laughs> I mean I just Doug is it. it is a show that makes me feel warm um, yeah it, it
3: is a and, show that I watched as a kid um, even as wasn't a kid and into, I didn't but, like it that much it yeah. did give you a weird comforting feeling to have on like exactly. it was it's like easy TV You know what I mean? Like, it's stress-free for the most part. You just kind of put it on. It's, like, white noise to you as a kid. It's kind of like when I would would have, like, my home from sick days. Like, yeah, I would put on the Game Show Network like everyone else always did. But sometimes, like, I didn't hate just throwing on Nick Jr. in the background because those shows were just so calm that it was, like, you know, like, if you're just, like, trying to, like, lay on the couch and doze off, like it's almost like if you put on nick to nick junior at that time and you're getting stuff like david the gnome and like these like very just like middle level volume type shows like it it was this weird soothing hum to like fall asleep yeah. to, I feel like Doug was that. Doug was like kind of a soothing hum type show because it wasn't like the crazy, you know, the craziness of yep. a Ren and Stimpy or a Rugrats where it's like these loud noises and and wild yeah. things are happening. It's very middle tones.
4: Everything was very low stakes, and that's yeah. what I liked about. Except for this fucking episode. Oh no, like, this episode was this just fucking.
3: Talking, <laughs> I'll be honest, the first because I hate. There's nothing that stresses me out more than like watching a thing where someone you know is innocent is like got a whole gang up against
4: them. (laughs) Same, dude. That's like um, not that I was super into the show to begin with, but that's why I stopped watching Sons of Anarchy for for a bit i don't know if you I don't ever do well with it. any of those shows there was a, a specific season i might have been number three that super stressed me out to the point where i never finished watching it because it was that storyline where somebody was innocent and everybody else thought he was guilty and i i hate that shit just like you do where the audience as the audience member you know something but no one else in the show knows well, it and that shit oh Oh, driving a fucking sure war!
3: Sons of Anarchy probably is way worse because at least with Doug, you know that eventually chop is going to be innocent. Exactly. But Sons of Anarchy, it can go either way. He's going to kill this fucker. <laughs> you know what I mean? That dude. The the amount of like, there's so many indie films that I love where it's hard for me to rewatch them though because there's some weird subplot of like yeah. mistaken identity or confusion yeah. where it's like innocent character just gets shot and that's how like your main anti-hero like survives and escapes type scenario i can't think of anything off the top of my head but i know that it's like a theme that i've seen a million times yeah
4: i'll tell you what fucked me up it's a little different but um uncut gems oh yeah the ending of uncut
3: gems me up dude i yeah, was so was, bummed when that movie ended. That, that was definitely a movie that i mean i highly recommend that movie yes. If you haven't seen it it's just a non-stop panic attack yes um but it's it you know i've said it about hereditary and i'll say it about uncut gems it is not a movie that i can ever see myself sitting down to re-watch no. because it just puts way too much of an emotional oh, strain so on much, me much
4: dude so much but yeah, that stuff stresses me out, and I'll be honest, the beginning of this episode stressed me out too, <laughs> because the entire time, he, the Doug's like, "How can I, how can I help this? All right, I'm gonna sign a petition, which is also seems very apropos for today's society." Yeah, um, and and he's going around, and the, the lady's even like, "This is Christmas time. It's not time for petitions. It's time for presents." <laughs> you bitch sign the petition and it's, it's <laughs> like that petition scene was like the cartoon embodiment of twitter like that's yes. exactly what it was especially when he goes up to the couple and the guy's like yeah i'll sign it and the woman behind him is like that's the dog from the tv. Oh, 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 sorry. I'm not going to sign this. And then walks away and I'm like, this is this is social media in 2022. Yeah, that's no. all this is. But thankfully in the end, uh they do go to the lake where bb originally was saved from and bb's dumb ass falls in the lake this
3: time <laughs> which begs, which raises the question maybe it would have been better if she just fell in the first time and pork chop saved her after exactly. the fact
4: exactly <laughs> i think i think from this moment forward pork chop's gonna think twice before he fucking saves anyone dude
3: 110 percent. look that's the world we live in dude 100 <laughs> percent. if i was
4: pork chop ain't no way i didn't cry but I do highly recommend it.
3: I don't know if I recommend it as a Christmas watch. No, it's not. I mean, it ends with like deck the hall. Yeah. Like Christmassy elements, but I, it does, but I feel like Nickelodeon went out of their way to make sure that most of their Christmas episodes weren't so Christmassy that they could get that sweet, sweet syndication out of it. Yeah, Um. totally.
4: I totally (laughs) get behind that, which is why you didn't see like they didn't run the Rugrats Hanukkah special. (laughs) <laughs> all the time because <laughs> that I mean, shit was that shit was hanukkah as
3: fuck <laughs> yeah i mean we should cover that eventually though because oh, that should, is
4: it's great
3: it's really good and it's whether you're jewish or not like if you were of a certain age of a certain time of your life like that was event. you TV. grew up that was event television that was
4: that was um i absolutely loved it and i haven't seen it in probably two decades but that being said we should probably excited.
3: definitely make sure one of our jewish friends joins us on that episode yeah. so it's not just yeah.
4: so it's not like i guess this is what jewish people do
3: <laughs> yeah no i think i think we should maybe at least try to cover definitely. our bases with that
4: um, definitely <laughs> for so, sure for sure well
3: dylan yeah man to paraphrase doug yeah. You're part of my family, Dylan. Oh, you're part of my family, Matt.
0: What? Oh!